Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. Boy, man, how are you feeling? I'm not as bad as that. You were God, dreadful but, yesterday. But now I've, now I've started speaking at a more presenter-like level. My throat's already been like, ah, do you want to do you wanna do that? Do, do you want to lock it? I've got some in my drawer. I don't know. They make my teeth hurt. Oh, yeah. no. Is it the sugar? I think so. Like any anything kind of lemsippy or... Or sugary like that. Mm. I have. I, I can only one a day, and I've, I've maxed out already today. But I'm on everything. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> Every medication you want to suggest to me, which is very nice, because that just says to me you're thinking about me. But I've already taken it. Mm. I'm one step ahead of you. <laughs> you are drugged up to the nines. <coughs> Even Val was trying to like pass on some of her yeah. own medication to you. Yeah, so someone, uh, Lady Diner, I think her name is, on Discord, she was like, hey, you want it? You know what really helps? Ginger and lemon in, you know, sort of heat that up in hot water. Like, Who do you think I am? It's the first thing I did. But uh, she, she then said, peanut butter tea. Huh. Put peanut, and I was like, how, how does that work? Well, put, put, put peanut some, butter into tea. Put like a dollop of peanut butter into a mug. Pour hot water on it. Oh. Swish. So peanut butter and hot water, yeah. not peanut butter tea. And then maybe some honey as well. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know how... I haven't tried that, but I've got some I love peanut, peanut butter. butter. I've got some in my drawer if you want to try it. That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try with my home my home peanut butter. Oh, mate, but, you know, it's more live stream content. Mm. Ollie Davis tries peanut butter tea. Yeah. How have you been? I've been all right, mate. Although, I, uh, uh, listeners of the podcast will know this, I had the same thing that you had. And it turns out now Laurie has it as well. Laurie's gone home for the day because he is unwell. We've got to stop tongue kissing as so, greetings. I had it last week. Yeah, I think Simon so, had it first. Housemate Simon passed it on to me. Nice one, Simon. And then I've then since passed it on to you, and you've since passed it on to Laurie. Hey, I know... Did I pass it on to Laurie? Well, that seems to be. Like... I've I've seen him once, very briefly yesterday when this was full on. Yeah. Or is it the guy he lived lives with? Okay, which I think is a very very fair assessment. However, Simon's okay now, and Laurie's only just got unwell, which would suggest to me that you have passed it That's on to him. That's not how illnesses work. <laughs> it's not like oh, I'm at peak illness. Yours now. <laughs> it's like I probably got this last Thursday. 
and then it really started to get bad Sunday. Mm. Laurie probably got it on Saturday when Simon admittedly was at his worst. Yeah. That's when he said, you're making me lose my voice already. I sound like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, but I was, um, I was at my worst on Saturday. I couldn't yeah. get out of bed. I didn't sleep very well. And, and I was just... My, my wife, bless her heart, she did some breakfast for me. She was just hiding around me while I was just in bed going, I can't get out of bed. And it was just, I kept saying, I was like, why am I ill on my day off of all the times to be unwell? Because fun fact, listeners, since I started working at WrestleTalk, I've only had one day off ill. Thank you kindly. There have been times where I thought maybe I could take a day off, but... There's, there's content to be made. And usually on those days, you still do something. Oh, yeah, I watched that one day. I, I watched you're, you're... Um, Survivor Series 1998 yeah. for Patreon. Um, but yeah, I was ill on my day off. Um, so it wasn't great, but I'm feeling better now. I'm still a bit bunged up, I find, that when I, I speak for a, a while, I can still feel like my nose being very much clogged, which I think comes across in my, my voice and narration. And then, yeah, I was massively hungover on Monday because uh... I got hammered on the Sunday. Yeah, I, what what did you do on the Sunday? So uh, you recall we talked about this. my uh, my sister in law's launching a podcast. Oh yeah. So we had some drinking. Not her things. story, but sistery history. Sistery history podcast. Do you think? Hey, if anyone goes and checks that podcast out, you should say Ollie sent you. <laughs> you can certainly not say Luke. That. Yeah, you can certainly go there and say that Ollie sent you. I'm think... sure there's a huge crossover of wrestling fans. Um, and people who want to learn about the feminine Bad, side of history. Badass women in history. Yeah. I, I think there is. I think we've got a very uh, mindful audience that would like to know about these sorts of things that aren't written about in history books. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, the podcast is very good. It's excellent, in fact. Joe Rogan's got this fantastic piece in his most recent stand-up special where he he, he says, like, you know, I'm, I'm on your side, women. Uh that like you know, I, I believe people should be judged as people, not by their gender or any other criteria. We're all humans here. Having said that, you got to start inventing stuff <laughs> because I look back and you've invented like two things. <laughs> uh, that was so yeah. hopefully this podcast can remedy that. That's exactly there are it. Yeah, a lot we'll, more we'll, inventions. I'll, I'll pass it on to Joe Rogan. <laughs> so I'm sure he'll have time to listen to it. Um, Maybe you could try and wade in on this person's issues. This comes from Matthew, who says, Hello, Luke, Ollie, Laurie, and the rest of the gang, but certainly not Handy Randy Fapson. So I just realized that SmackDown Live was coming to San Antonio, Texas on July 2nd, but it already bought my Spider-Man Far From Home ticket at 7 p.m. that Ooh. night. Did I make the right decision? I think you did, mate. Uh, yeah. It's from I, Fox in Texas. We've got a, We've got a policy here. That might be about two years out of date, but I, th I don't think it is based because Val said she went to the WWE live events uh, TV Raw this week. Yes, in but can we also rewind <coughs> the week previous when Val had talked about if we were going to go to the Raw yeah, tapings yeah, yeah. and we said no because we've been to them before and they're really boring. She's like, but it's wrestling and it's in London and it's exciting. And we're like, I love your enthusiasm, yeah. Val, but TV tapings are very boring. So fast forward a week where she then went to a TV taping. And she, she said, yeah, yeah, it's what I would expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, Progress, Rev Pro, definitely love yeah. like anything else. Absolutely. If TNA were over, I'd, I'd definitely go oh, and yeah. see an Impact show. Or a WWE house show. Yeah, or d that's it. Like the house shows, you're, you're going to have fun at. But, and I, I have had a lot of fun. I, I'd only ever seen house shows. Uh, up until about two years ago when me and you went to that terrible episode of Raw 
And I was and just Dean like, Ambrose was wacky GM for the night. Yeah, and you just have to watch these poor wrestlers stand in a dark ring for four minutes while they do a commercial. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because it's a pre-taped show. <laughs> Why can't they just insert the ad breaks in later? I don't know. Like we do with sure, WrestleTalk. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's our kind of policy. If it's a TV taping, it's going to be... Maybe maybe if you've never been to a TV taping, just go to satisfy that urge, to yeah. scratch that itch. Because there is actually quite a lot of pomp and circumstance. But they don't even have pyro these days. No. They had pyro back when we went. Absolutely. Uh, thank you to Darren as well for sending in your fantasy booking warfare scenario. Can't read it out here because it's uh, it's quite long. But this comes in from the Diamond Crusader that says, Ahoy Luke, Ollie, etc. But not Randy Bully Datsun. After hearing how Ollie solves his unibrow, pro- unibrow problem, I was shocked. Why is he going through unimaginable pain to remove a few strands, to remove a few strands of hair? <laughs> I just use my razor. The same razor yeah. I used to shave my head to get rid of the strands of hair that's been growing between my eyebrows. You should try it, Ollie, unless you are legit trying to the, uh, legit into the painful bonding experience with your lady partner. Yeah, well, I used to, before I had a lady partner who would do these things for me, I used to, I used to shave. But I never used to shave the middle mm. because that would that would, like, create bristles quite quickly. Like, I guess I'd have to do that every two days or whatever. Yeah. Uh, plus, I'd always end up getting... It, they'd be misshapen. But I, I could... So the bits on the under part of the eyebrow, I would use a razor there. But I'd cut myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's... Uh, I was going to make another point. So the most painful way, like plucking is a walk in the park, compared to threading. Now, I, I've only heard of threading via my an ex-girlfriend of mine um, who would get her eyebrows threaded I can't say eyebrows today. Mm. Eyebrows. Her eyebrows threaded. And she and her university friend would then walk home with their hands over their eyebrows because they were just so red mm. from soreness mm. that it was ludicrous and they looked like idiots. Yeah, so it's a, I believe it's a Middle Eastern practice where you have the, the person doing it to you has two bits of thread and they twist it round and round their fingers so it's really, really taut, and then they will sort of dip in and pluck your eyebrows effectively, but not with tweezers, with the sort of gaps in between the string, <sighs> but they can get large strips at a time. So it's it's unbearably painful, and I did it for a while. Mm. Uh, like, I would go there once a week, me and my friend, when we moved to Wood Green, and we just, we just had to stop because it, was, it hurt so much. And we both cried the first time we, it <laughs> happened, just from pain. Not like from a sort of physical reaction. Sometimes, yeah. you know, when they get hit in the nose, it's hard not to cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you, man. Um, this one comes in from Jaren. I thought you might be interested in hearing mm. this one. It says, hello all. One of my best friends, Brandon, has an aunt that we'll call Auntie Jay. She was medically considered to be obese seven years ago. She didn't eat anything ridiculously unhealthy, but the lack of activity and side snacking got the best of her. Whenever I'd see her, she took extremely uncomfortable and sweaty. Uh, I'm talking to Shane McMahon levels of water. In about <laughs> early 2013, she got a job as a customer service agent for a phone company. The call center is about 35 minutes walk from her apartment building, 
so she figured it would be a good thing to walk to her job every now and again. She didn't walk all the time. Sometimes she took the bus and even at her job, she would just sit in a chair and answer the phone calls, but she was committed to walking off the pound. It took about four years, but after hiking to work almost every day, Auntie Jay uh, went from what she says was 340 pounds to 205 pounds. Her diet didn't change dramatically and didn't do any vigorous activity at work. She still shed the pounds. Pixar, it didn't happen. So please see the image attached of before and after of her and Ollie, please stop undermining people's achievements, dedication and life goals. Shaking head emoji, judgmental look emoji. And there are the pictures of Auntie Jay before and after. That's where remarkable. she just did walking as exercise. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to clarify my position here. Because I, I, I brought this up again with my lady partner over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference between... Okay, so exercise is a mindful act, I would say. That is your one thing that you're doing. There is a difference between exercise and an active lifestyle. So what you've explained to me there is an active lifestyle. And that's incredible. I'm not belittling that in the slightest. I'm saying it's not exercise. (laughs) It's an active lifestyle. We're all on the same page, really. It's just semantics. But congratulations to your aunt, Jaron Walker. Yes. Uh, this comes in from Robert. I thought I would save this one until Randy got in. It says, uh, good afternoon, Luke, and a big hello from <laughs> Philadelphia. If you do get merch, please let the first two be Control-C, Control-V, Aha, uh-huh, and Mecha News, because I've been getting to emails mm. from people. Because actually, in the the, the pull for uh, Randy Datsun merch we've had in the Super Chats, there's been very little for merchandise from me, which is fair enough. I don't, you know, if no one wants it, no one wants it. But and they're hijacked but it, there are why. Yeah, but there are people who have been emailing in. But I wanted to let you know, uh, because he said, also, if you do get to read this, tell Randy that he's wrong for saying, I'm wrong for saying that I hate Liverpool FC Everton CYOB hashtag sports okay um, sports sports um, I've got uh, a sports story oh uh, before we get on to that uh, this comes in from the mayor of Painsville says hi guys uh, you know I like everyone at WrestleTalk every writer host every fan awesome community from top to bottom but uh oh <laughs> Randy Datsun deserves every bad treatment he gets because he's mean online in a lame attempt to try to be WrestleTalk's top heel. Stop it, Randy, or I'll change your Discord name to Randy Dandy Datsun, signed Dan. Sorry, Dan. Uh, uh, Oh, it's a fuse. It's uh, a thread. I I only... uh, It's literally, I only aim it at Pete, and it's just because... I logged into Twitter on Sunday, and there was just like, oh, in case you missed it. And it was just three different things that Pete had said, not related to each other. And Randy had replied to every single one of them with, you suck. And it was just the funniest screenshot I could possibly grab. And I was it, like, this heel persona thing is either getting out of hand or it's incredibly lazy. Or, well, the thing is, it's just because Pete, I was the new guy for so long. And now Pete's the new guy. So I feel like I have to bully him. But like surely Simon's the new guy. No, but Simon's older than... I mean, Simon's a lot older than me. Not, like, loads older. <laughs> but Pete's he's only... He's a bigger boy. Pete's only, like, a year older than me. So I feel like I can. And he's a lot shorter than me, so... Okay. Well, So it's, it's, star, it's physical folks. bullying. Be yeah. a star. Anyway, we're going to crack into the show talking about this week's SmackDown Live, where it looks like... Wild card, I guess. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn... There's not a lot to talk about on this week's show. I do apologise for this main topic of chat. Here's the show. Let's get into one of the matches that's on the show that was built on this SmackDown episode, the go-home episode for Money in the Bank that I would say, you know, left me 
I was I was just yeah, I I wasn't still on the boil. I was kind of put in the fridge once you made the food. Yeah. That's where I'm at temperature wise for the show now. Yeah, th- I thought this Smackdown show was very fine. You know what it felt like? It felt like a raw replay. Yeah, it did. I mean, there was one almost like copy and paste segment. Um, but it was like I and this is a very very silly um uh, analogy that I'm going to go with. But there was a uh, an old sort of desktop game called TEW, which was a wrestling management game where you would book shows. And the original version of that, EWR, was very much just like, book these matches. TEW took it into a very, like, molecule where you would essentially book shows minute by minute. And then you would spend... Atom by atom. Atom by atom. So you would spend hours booking Raw, and then you would spend hours booking SmackDown because it took so long to arrange things and sort storylines out. And then it was, but I was like, I'm exhausted. And you're already mentally planning Raw and SmackDown. And then it'll be like, now you've got to do Heat as well. And you go, oh, do you know what? I can't be bothered. Yeah. I'm just going to book one match that lasts an hour. Yeah. That's what this SmackDown show felt like at one point. That middle match, I was like, they're just going to have this run until the end of the show. That's nothing new. Pre-WrestleMania, uh, gauntlet match. Yeah, gauntlet match. That's one hour of the show sorted. We don't have to do anything else. But yeah, the uh, what, I guess this was kind of doubled up with the Sami Zayn involvement on the previous night but one of the the distinct feuds I would say from Raw where everything else is kind of blended is the WWE Championship picture Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens this Sunday and they got the big go home angle here which was where it's a it's the Kevin Owens show Kofi is the guest but KO's kind of introducing it backstage yeah. in a in a locker room kind of promo. Not locker room, but there's just a, a great, gate. A grate yeah. behind him, yeah. A, a great gate yeah. behind him. And he's saying how he might break Kofi's leg on Sunday, but then he's in, interrupted by, oh, New it's Day. It's a New Day. Yeah. <laughs> that who's, classic intro to this song. Oh, oh New Day. day. Uh, who's doing that now? Well, that's a bit pre-recorded. So Big, Big, e, Big E's not just phoning in. No, so They're Big not e, Skyping. No, but that's the way it always is. Big E just does the, oh, Seattle, don't you dare be sour, clap. And then as soon as it ends that, but the It's a New Day, Yes It Is, is just part of the theme okay. song. Okay, okay. Uh, but so Kofi sort of interrupts that part, and that plays out this this main event segment structure where Kofi has stepped on the KO shows his toes, really. He's just hanging out with uh, the two like comfy chairs there. KO comes down. He's like, we're going to fight. He doesn't fight. So Kofi goes up the ramp to fight him. And then out of nowhere, Sami Zayn appears. Who I think by this point was the sixth wild card of the evening. It, so Miz wasn't a wild card because he was Shane re- re- butted that and the Usos count as one but there's also Lacey Evans they were still she oh uh... no yeah that would make four then I guess you're right I thought the Usos might count as two <laughs> but I don't know Look. I don't know what the rules are and we're still not we're still unclear of what Shane's role plays in all of this yeah yeah I, and everything else is fluid <laughs> apart from every week I can make an argument that there's only been four official wildcard moves <laughs> And this this one again is okay. You are. Trust me. When they step over that four limit, I'm gonna open up a can of You pass. are a solid Pritchard in this yeah, scenario. Yeah. It's very impressive. That's they're following their rules. That one rule <laughs> about the no more than four official people. Yeah. They're following. Well, 
Todd Phillips did say last week it could be numerous people or a number of people. So when when Owens Owens and Kofi are brawling, and then you don't really, I didn't certainly didn't know who it was at first when this other person jumped Kofi, and then quite quickly, like, oh look, it's Sami Zayn. Todd Phillips said on commentary, "It's the fourth wild card." <laughs> <laughs> I just I just thought that was so lame. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but they get into a scuffle in the, the ramp. Xavier Woods tries to run down. Kofi told him earlier tonight not to get involved in this business because he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. And Owens is then quickly dispatched of him. And then Owens cut a very, like, he didn't cut a promo, but he was just screaming in Kofi Kingston's face. Like, he pinned him down into the corner, was just screaming in his face about how he's going to win on Sunday. And, like, it's his title. This is his moment. And he'd played a video package for himself, like, in his little interview segment, mm. which was really cool, kind of recapping that when he debuted on the main roster in 2015, he he instantly made a statement. He didn't take him 11 years to, to make a name for himself in this business. He instantly made a name for himself by then losing his feud to John Cena. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great to airbrush history sometimes. Well, well, it was well, a great video package. We'll get to that with the Becky Lynch video as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so the, uh, this was a really cool little scuff, and I loved Owens like just shouting at, at Kofi. He's so good at that. But the problem was he got too overconfident. He tried a cannonball. Kofi got out of the way of that. He dispatched of Owens and then hit the trouble in paradise on Sami Zayn after he missed a halluva kick, so he stood tall to stare off. I thought this was actually a really solid final build for their match on Sunday. Yeah, not a super hot thing, not like a cliffhanger, edge-of-your-seat angle, but I agree. Yeah. Just, yeah, I want to see the... The, the match this Sunday now, especially with the Sami Zayn involvement. Yeah. I do think that is interesting to have this cross-brand partnership, really, yeah. that might exploit the wild card rule. And I, I always, I know they've been together and apart and feuding, but I'm so invested in the KO Zayn or the Steen Generico, even though Generico was a completely different person. Totally different person. Long-lasting thing. that I, I, I just like seeing them together. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like when they were fighting alongside each other tonight, and I said this in my review. It was actually really nice just seeing them together again. So I'm I'm all for that. It's kind of sucks that they are on different brands, but I suppose technically they're not because mm. it could just be a wild card all the time. So yeah, I I, I thought it was a good and it's this sort of segment. It was this the and the Becky and Charlotte video package and the, the men's four way actually that actually elevated my score this week. Because otherwise, I was like, God, this was a pretty standard smack bang mm. in the middle show. But that actually, like, these three segments where I was like, do you know what? I did like enough of this. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want, isn't yeah. it? You just want to like enough of it. Yeah. Now, I-, I think Kofi, as you said, stood tall at the end of this. He has been booked so strongly. So strong. Like, I re- really have no complaints. If anything, I would like for him to have been beaten down here. Yeah. And then that's the the sort of intrigue going into the pay-per-view this Sunday. But so no qualms with Kofi. Love how he's been booked. Xavier, however, I really like Xavier is so talented and such a fundamental part of the Kofi Kingston character and push and championship win, as is Big E, but Big E's very sadly injured. I just feel like Xavier is being used as a prop rather than a character. Do you not think they are dropping in subtle moments in here to kind of like build to a storyline down the line? Because uh, Kevin Owens said in his promo, Xavier's not the champion. Big E's not the champion. Kofi is the champion. Yeah. And I'm facing him on Sunday. And Kofi has been kind of always telling Woods to stay back. Last week, he said, don't come out. You know, And when he did come out, it's like, I told you to stay in the back. This week, again, he's telling him to mm-hmm. stay in the back. 
this could be some Kevin Owens, not Kevin Owens manipulation, but Kevin Owens could use a lot of this to manipulate Woods and be like, look, Kofi's outgrown you. He's outgrown this act. He needs to, and like tease a possible split of the New Day, a, spot, a possible Xavier Woods heel turn, only for the big triumphant moment when Woods sticks alongside yeah. his brother and they, because I'm not doing a big heel turn or I'm not doing a New Day heel turn. And, and Woods unites as a super baby face alongside Kofi. And that could be your next month's worth of storyline. Yeah. Yeah, and a tag feud with Owens and Zayn. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. You've convinced me there. Plus the the idea of uh, Kofi going into this Sunday alone yeah. is, is a huge part of this storyline and maybe the, the hook that's meant to make you believe that Owens might win. I, I just... I, I love Xavier so much. I just wish he didn't have to play second fiddle like yeah. I like I, I felt Kofi had so much momentum coming out of Mania which they've capitalized on brilliantly I don't think they've done the same with Xavier yeah, yeah I think that's fair uh, but yeah but it's it's that's that's nitpicking it is, yeah. it is all very good uh but yeah that's that's the Smackdown's biggest match for this Sunday um yes yeah, I mean it's for the title so yeah I suppose it is mm. their biggest match this Sunday Are you sure it's not the tag match with um Brian and Rowan versus well Raw's the pre-shows gonna be the most watched <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can make an argument for it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We've got some Patreon shout-outs to do before we get out of here. So thank you. They are only known as hashtag Team LOL. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Plowman, that's his name. That name again is Michael Plowman. Yeah. Yo, Adrian. Rocky. Yeah. Have you seen Rocky? Nope. 
Okay. Yo, Adrian! What was the show you said you haven't seen yesterday either? Oh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, I'm going to start watching that. That's though. okay, though. The yeah. thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm midway through Office season, American Office, which is like 300 episodes on that, so yeah. I'm really yeah. trying to get through. Anyway, carry on. I started Veep last night. Oh, that yeah. is tremendous. I, uh, I started Fleabag. Oh, that's meant to be really good. That's yeah. my next one. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I finished the first series of it yesterday. <laughs> it's good. Oh, excuse uh, my overall review. It's good. It's very funny. Naughty Nathan Lamont Collins. Oh, oh yeah. naughty. Yes. He's so naughty. He quit the band, Mike Solo Man. By himself. She should be so lucky, Kylie Downey. Do you know what that's a reference to? No. What? Oh, she should be so lucky, 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 lucky. lucky. Yeah, yeah okay. Kylie Minogue. Uh, Shaun oh, of the of Dead, Peril. Oh, yes. oh Shaun of the yeah, Dead. Have film. you seen that? Yes. Good. The real boss, Matt Robinson. Yeah. Ah, this is probably another reference I don't get. Join him, John O. Iowa. 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 Yeah. The Rocket, Dan Van Syke. Sky. Psych. The chairman of the board, Jer Bersonne. Love you, Jer. He said there's a rainstorm coming. Yep. Yes. Terminator. The, the Edgehead, Matthew Gould. Ooh, Edgehead. Float like a butterfly, Samad Ali. Yeah, yeah. and finally, Crazy Cat Lady, Katie Martin. Woo! Whoa, Lovely yes. stuff, excellent stuff. And right now, we're going to be getting to your su- 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 super chats from... Luke Owen. First up, yes, because um, thank you to all of those who watched our AEW TV deal announcement live stream that we did currently. It's in the archives if you want to go and watch our instant. Like it was pretty much about 10, 20 minutes after the news had come out. So it's oh, a lot like of like quick. instant reactions to that. And some very, very excited times. But we did have some live chats coming out of that. Um, so for this one, like Louise, who wonders when is Vince going to buy AEW and bury it? Uh, probably not for a while. Yeah. Because the Khans have more money than him. And it hasn't got a tape library. Exactly, yeah. Um, bearing in mind, like, when Vince bought WCWs because they were just desperate to get rid of the tape library. Because, well, they had no need for it. They weren't going to put it on TV. Jamie Kellner had decided, this is not going on TV, so we're just going to get rid of it. And they bought it for a fraction of the price of what it was truly worth. Uh, the DA says, do you know how we're going to watch AEW in Australia? I, we don't currently. It's only the US that they've announced a TV deal for. Well, they said BR Live might carry it, which is the Bleacher Report Live service i don't know if that's gonna be uh yeah i don't know if that will be the way to do online streaming over yeah. down under i'm not sure uh dave h says that ollie needs a match with baron corbin to kill his cold off i don't want to get sucked into that vortex <laughs> i think that'll make it worse uh thank you very much derek he says your videos help me through my midnight shifts um stay awake stay awake um uh, Louise has also asked if the magazine is available in Australia. Which it's available everywhere. Absolutely. We will everywhere. ship it to you. Uh, Damien Wade said that Vince Russo had better stay away from AEW. I don't think they're going to be making that error. They, they sort of banned him from StarCast, didn't they? <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, I remember last year Vince Russo was trying to controversy his way into the event. Yeah. And Cody was just like, stop this. No, on Twitter. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Anshu says, I hope you're well, Ollie. Do you think that AEW will focus on India too, like WWE? Love from India. I think initially they'll focus on the UK, Canada, and the and the US, of course. Yeah. And then 
probably Australia, but after that, definitely. In the press release, it said a global wrestling brand, so you'd expect them to want to penetrate as many markets as they can. Uh, Arches B. Cray says, Great job in getting stream up so quickly. Been part of the SWAF Nation since pre-October 2017. Keep up the great work, lads. Thumbs up emoji. Uh, and Aaron says, TNT has a weak online presence. I'm concerned that there are better options and that network executives won't pay attention to the Nielsen ratings. Huh. Well, that's... No, I think TV executives definitely pay attention to the Nielsen ratings. That's oh, yeah. still very much entrenched in the industry. And if they don't have the strong online media presence... Bleacher Report certainly do, yeah. which is seems to be where they're going to carry AW partly. So yeah, I think it's I think it's an incredible looking offer. Absolutely, I completely agree. But that is all from <laughs> our super chats from the uh, AEW deal. So Randall Datsun, what are people saying about SmackDown, or are they just talking about AEW? Uh, no, it's SmackDown. Uh, and someone hey hey that- hey hey, that's too much excitement there, Andy. <laughs> you rein that back in. Right, I'll do it again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, SmackDown. Um, That's more like it. Someone has made a good point, though. We are doing the live Money in the Bank on Sunday at the same time as the Game of Thrones finale. Anyone caught posting Game Ooh. of Thrones finale spoilers in the chat will be banned immediately. There will definitely be some people because people are people, but please don't do that. Yes. Cool. Yes. Anyway, Benny Sato says. Hello, Benny. Um, Luke, thanks. Uh, Luke and Ollie, thanks for the Patreon video. It was him. I told you it was. <laughs> thank you um, for thank your you. generous donation. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Louise Marie. So our Australia. We got a lot of Australian fans. Uh, Australians. It should be nice to. F- it will be should be nice to fall asleep to your lovely voices. You guys have got me through dark times, and I'm forever grateful. Much love from Australia. Much thank love you. to you. Absolutely. Jobber JJ says, "Why do wrestlers stop selling, or not, or don't sell enough? Because the, <laughs> the next spot's coming up. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's. A, I get that it's almost white noise to criticise today's product as uh, people not selling enough, but that's because it is true. <laughs> like so many people don't sell the injuries or moves. Yeah. We see Canadian destroyers on the apron as a setup move. Yeah, like it's exciting." Well done. You can make me pop to very impressive and dangerous looking things. But in terms of telling the story in a match, it does. It, it isn't good. Yeah, I, uh, I pointed out Natalia. Jim Cornet over here. Yeah, I was going to say Jim. I, I said Natalia in that um, four-way yesterday. Like Dana Brooke does her big dive off the top of the ladder and instantly Natalia mm. was up and throwing Dana Brooke into the yeah. barricade. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, Natty, mate. It just and, belittles and, the move before it. And Nikki Cross was the one who won that match. Yeah. Like who took the move? Uh, Austin Tussie says is the Miz effect starting to work on Raw now he's on both brands basically oh because yeah the theory is whatever show Miz is on is good um, it's gotten yeah. better since I, I've on the last two weeks and the ratings have shown a slight increase I think the wild card rule is a good idea for where they've booked themselves into yeah absolutely the wild card seems to have uh, worked mm-hmm. out well did you see that report from PW Torch uh, that said that the writers' room were much happier when it was a split roster. Mm. And, yeah, uh, well, it's, it's easier to book that way. Yeah, yeah. but apparently the, you, there's just one United writers' room now. They don't have a split uh, writing mm. team anymore. Mm. It's really interesting that report. It's a very very interesting report. Yeah. Uh, you can see it on WrestleTalk.com. Adrian Wells says, "Welcome back, Ollie. I'm glad you're feeling better. I love y'all. Keep grinding." Thank you. Thank you. Just gonna grind some bit here. Can you see my body oscillating? <laughs> it's very kind sexual. Of, yeah. It is very sexy. 
Uh, KJ says, Luke, why do you dislike Stone Cold's disturbed themed item? <laughs> His best theme. <laughs> it's, it's very much an era. It's a theme of its time. It's, it's not aged well. This will follow you around. <laughs> it's it's just it's not aged well like the undertaker's badass gimmick it's <gasps> it's not aged well Ooh, jake anderson says any idea how to watch double or nothing or, or in australia sorry to be off topic uh we kind of covered that didn't we mm-hmm. well yeah so uh fight tv have announced that they are also showing it in the uk and islands um along with oh, have they? but i think it's just it's also it's another place to watch it in connection with the itv box office sure because the itv box office advert has got sky virgin and tv box or whatever it is right so i think fight tv is just another way to watch that but it is still through itv box office mm. but so yeah uh we don't know yet yeah. but i'd imagine fight will probably get it uh gavin wilson he's the person who, who pointed out the whole game of thrones thing he just asked if we're going to turn the chat off during Money in the bank just to avoid. I'm not going to turn the no, chat no, off no. just because there are some people who are like trying to spoil a show, just trying to be dicks. No, I'm not, I'm not doing no. that. Also, uh, I don't care. No. Uh, Tomo says, "Glad to see is feeling better." Also, Luke, congrats on the infamous Rumble win on sc- Screen Stalker yesterday. Punch, punch, punch! It was my greatest achievement today. I'm, I'm being, I'm kidding as well with the Game of Thrones things. I do care because I don't think it should be spoiled. Rumble win. So we were doing a 2K19 yesterday on Screen Stalker. Oh, did you do a rumble? We did a 10 woman rumble, and uh, it came down to me and Laurie and this lad over here no it was one of my it's one of my proudest achievements you you suck at that game oh totally yeah I know how to just do a punch and I still won amazing he's, well for, he's forgetting the fact that he actually started the match as Peyton Royce and won it as Paige well, oh you, so you, you were eliminated well you say that but <laughs> Laurie didn't start the match as Asker either and That's I eliminated true. his first character who, too who did he start as uh, I can't remember but I eliminated him yeah. twice so nice. thank you very well much done. Randy trying to play down my achievement no, 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 I was then. actually upping your achievement you uh, were you literally said uh, <laughs> what he failed to say Lobster says hello what the hell do you mean by something being pants is it like calling someone two ply British slang is just Bass Ackwards. Uh, yes, it's British slang for it's rubbish. Yeah, because pants over here means underpants. Yeah. We call pants trousers. Yeah. Or young Ollie, trousies. <laughs> so when we, say, when we say pants, we mean that is totally underpants. That's underpants. Yeah. Uh, we've got six more. How many would you like? Let's have all of them. Let's have all of yeah, them, them for now. Uh, the, to be honest, Randy, there's not a lot to talk about no. this week's Smackdown. Uh, We're cring- relying on user content here. Cringy or cringe, probably cringe, says, do you guys know if AEW will stream in India? Uh, again, uh, we don't know. They, no. they like it was funny because they were saying like when I was our TV deal in the US, and everyone was like, "Where's our TV deal? Where's our TV deal?" I was like, well, we don't know yet. So yeah. they'll, they'll announce it. They'll announce it soon, I guess. Or if they get one, they'll announce it. Sean Turner says, "Idea: Bring the UFC horsewomen, uh, and they can dominate the belts. Then bury Bailey. Then tease a Sting return. <laughs> four women in the four women in the ring. Then the crow sound plays." Uh, just so you know as well, Ollie, that someone is creating um, Sting Bailey for us to use in 2K19. Um, so it should be next week we'll be able to debut Sting Bailey oh in 2K19. My God. When we finally get our universe. We, we can't just debut Sting <laughs> Bailey like that. When we get our universe mode going, mm. that will be like a three month storyline. We're right around with an injury. Yep. How did Surfer Sting go out? What 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 it stuck? Was, it, just it, it, it was people not trusting him <coughs> because they thought that he was trying to side with the NWO. Yes, yes, because he wasn't on the uh, and the, the team, War Games. Yeah, team? And, they, and they had a fake Sting. Yeah, uh, yes. who they were trying to pretend was the real Sting, and so Lex Luger, being an idiot, believed that Sting had betrayed WCW. 
So, uh, yeah, well, you know, that's... <sighs> Just imagine if they did this storyline IRL. So in real life, that there's been no Sting references to Bailey's character ever. And that happens. I'd love it. I'd be totally on board with it. You're insane. <laughs> of course I'm insane. Randy Datsun. Uh, he's now added to it. Uh, Sting appears on Raptor's monologue. Bird Raptor, maybe. Possibly. Uh, then uh, that plays. Then he vanishes. When female Bailey Sting appears with a new little girl voiced monologue, need a new name for her. I like how it's female Bailey Sting. Just to <laughs> not the male Bailey. <laughs> we need to make make sure we know it's the female Bailey that we're talking about yeah. here. Um, Jarrett Bennett says, "Will we see Ricochet get a real push alone?" Ooh. I don't think so. Not while Vince is in control. He'll he'll get the sort of Finn. Ba- it's it's exactly the same as Finn Balor. It's the, it's, he'll get the Finn Balor push. Which he might is have a sort of a push, but not really. Yeah, he might get a Royal Rumble title match against Seth Rollins. Yeah. but he's never going to win it. No. Um, Benny Sato says American Badass Undertaker is the best Undertaker. That's not true at all. Ministry of Darkness Undertaker's best Undertaker. No, I I I like WrestleMania. Old man. <laughs> to 2005 to 2011. Yeah, that's, that's also a good Undertaker. Yeah. Again, way better than American Badass Undertaker. Hey. Has not aged. You know, that, that has aged very well. His, like promos, fine wine. his promos were the best as Badass Taker. Well, he's just doing like chewing a load of tobacco and spinning it out. Oh, it was yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. 2019 Metal Hip Undertaker is, is the best one. Uh, Degenerate Forever 84 says, Ollie's back. Can we get a rude break? Boom. Yeah, and so on. Uh, we've got two more. Etc. Two more have just come in. Major traffic potential for AEW from Joshua Scott. NBA games come on TNT every Thursday and every Tuesday during the second half of the season when interest is higher. Um, huh. So uh, airing them afterwards after an NBA game, I guess. Yes. So but it's, it's airing in prime time. That's what yeah, they announced. Prime time. So, so if they're airing on Tuesdays and if so if they're airing on Tuesdays and Thursdays, that wouldn't that suggest that it's definitely a Wednesday? Well, well, NBA games change a lot in time depending on where they are in the country. Okay. Because um, like sometimes they're on at about one o'clock here and then and AM, and then one, sometimes they're at half three. So I think they're on all through the the week as well. There's like a yeah. hundred games. Well, it's like baseball. Per, per they play like yeah. N- yeah millions of games every day. So sweet. Well, I mean, it'll be very interesting to see where it gets slotted into. Uh, Jason Jimerson, Jimerson, uh, prediction on who is the mystery man that is teasing juice with vignettes in New Japan? Oh, well, I haven't <laughs> actually looked at these. Is yeah. it? Is this for the Best of the Super Juniors? Says, I, haven't, I haven't watched any of this, uh, the Best of the Super Juniors no, yet. No, no, I'm, no. I'm, sa- I'm saving it all up. The show match. Show match versus Takagi. Yeah, I say Takagi. Takagi. <laughs> He's amazing, though. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, sure. that's like being touted as one of the best matches of the year. So that's yeah. I've, I'll, got, I'll I've got like that. a list of like the best of Super <clears throat> matches to catch up on. Uh, we've got two very quick ones last. Uh, Liam Ham says, "You guys, my favorite wrestling channel. I love you all. Thank you uh, so love much, you too, love Ham. You too, bud. And uh, Archers B Cray H Y Six. Says thoughts on Big Kaz and Enzo crashing double or nothing. <laughs> I think if um, I'm going to make a wild prediction now, if there is one show they're crashing this year, it's not double or nothing. I'm going to put it on front street now. They're not going to be at double or nothing. Uh, they might try to. 
Uh, okay. It yes. won't be a. It won't a be work. decided by yeah. EW. No, I don't think that will happen though. Yeah, apparently there's a big like uh, problem with ROH and bringing in Enzo and Big mm. Cass um, in that. ROH management wanted to do it, but ROH creative did not want to do it. Bully Ray apparently was quite behind it. That's why he was like first out for the angle. Um, but they didn't tell a lot of people. That's why the Briscoes were really mad about it. Yeah. And they said, well, this is very typical of um, ROH. So, yeah, apparently it's caused a lot of issues. They haven't been at any of the TV tapings either. And they're mm. not officially signed by ROH as far as I know. It's all it's all weird. What a yeah. what a weird hour of wrestling that pay per view was That's during the, that time. Mega Ran was in that same segment as well. Like that started with Mega Ran and ended four and, years later, but ended with Toriano stealing the tag titles. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if you heard, but at the same time, Luke Bret Bro, Hart was being attacked at the Hall of Fame I ceremony. So this episode of SmackDown opened with Roman Reigns. Dun 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 dun, and I heard booze. I heard booze as well. Yeah, the 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 bloom is off the rose. UK, <laughs> UK. I we we got uh, for the live report. Someone tweeted saying that there were initial booze, but they were very quickly drowned out by Let's Go Romans. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the the crowd. There were shots of the crowd where they looked like super into it, and then people with Roman signs and everything. Apparently, and I I know, I know this only because I've recently read up on it because we're doing it as our Patreon podcast. That at um, NXT Takeover Chicago at the start of the show there were like CM Punk chants, but they were quickly drowned out by uh, the audience uh, who didn't want to chant for CM Punk; they wanted a chance for NXT. Yeah, that's so, that's noble. That's noble. I I just feel even if these these boos for Roman are tiny, I could still hear them. And this is not a story where you, if booked correctly, Roman's return from leukemia after a, like coming back from that successfully, he shouldn't be getting even a few audible boos just a couple of months afterwards. No. That to me shows that there is definitely, he's definitely been ineffectively booked since coming back. Yeah, and I don't think having him across both shows is certainly going to help that either, no. particularly when he's just being booked in more or less the same angle all the time. Yeah, I, I've, I've written here, like, it doesn't... When he came out on SmackDown at the end of the Superstar Shake-Up episode, which was three weeks ago, I'm not talking about, every single week since, he... That felt special. That mm. felt like something different. But now I see him come out and I'm just like, oh, he's a Raw star. Yeah. He's a Raw star who's wild card in it up every week yeah when they have like the same people like the Usos don't feel like raw stars at the moment they no. feel like Smackdown guys yeah. because they've always been Smackdown guys and so them showing up on Smackdown I'm like well yeah of course the Usos are here they, they never left so while the wild card I definitely believe is making a more exciting product that it's a double edged sword you're going to get this other side of things where it's making the brand split dilute yeah but i think the the key to you the wild card is not to bring the same people across yeah, each week i mean yeah, they, yeah. they have to with roman because apparently usa network were very annoyed that they drafted him to smackdown because they were like well we're we're not going to be airing smackdown later this year and you've given him to fox mm. and we want roman so i think roman is always going to be across both brands but i think using someone like okay this is gonna be a bad example apollo cruz on raw Although I, I, I did forget he was a SmackDown guy, when I was reminded he was a SmackDown guy, I was like, well, at least that's something interesting. That's like, you know, an undercard guy who's trying to get across both shows, might be able to get a bit more TV time. Doesn't help that he then loses to Mojo Rawley and his Electro gimmick. I, I said Taserface. Yeah, I thought I was, an, I mean, Laurie had a good laugh about that with Taserface. 
uh, taser face. <laughs> uh, the so Reigns introduced the Miz here as the wild card to deal with Elias, and that just you know just threw up so many questions to me. So you decide the wild cards? <laughs> no, it's a sign-up sheet. Remember, and it's the first person to the sign-up sheet. That Reigns is holding? Well, yeah, he, t- he was like playing keep away with all the heels that wanted to get onto, onto the show. Superman punching them all <laughs> off. <laughs> Boom, take that Baron Corbin. Boom, in your face, Bobby Lashley. Where's Bobby been? He was on Raw. No, Tagging with Elias against Roman and The Miz. That first segment seems like uh, two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, uh... Simon, Housemate Simon pointed something out to me yesterday. Me and Laurie discussed this on yesterday's show. And I I really noticed it here as well. Is that these segments where someone comes down to the ring, cuts a bit of a promo, and then brings down someone else. They don't bring them down to have a conversation. They bring someone down so they can cut their own promo on something else but not to each other, but it's still framed like it's a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like MasterChef and, and in that way. And it's so stilted. And now I, now I can't unsee it. When Miz just started cutting a promo down the barrel of the camera, I was like, this is exactly what he did on Raw. Yeah. And it's really awkward. Uh, at least Miz's babyface promos, I think, are straight up fire. Yeah. I, I think he's got a terrific delivery. And just hearing him speak like that, probably makes me want to see his match more than any other things he's done. That is much better than what happened with Charlotte later in the show. <laughs> we'll get on to oh, that. Oh, we'll get to that. But anyway, Shane comes out with Elias, who's not a wild card. Elias, because Elias is on SmackDown. I thought he was on Raw at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. there's Elias, he's on SmackDown. Um, and then they said, we've got some other people who want to beat you two up. I thought it was going to be the B team. Turns out it's Brian and Rowan, who apparently don't like The Miz or something. Yeah, right, because... I know Daniel Bryan doesn't like The Miz, but it's a very different Daniel Bryan now. Yeah, and and when Shane said that, you, you'd think the B team, because... Of what happened last week. Of what happened last week, of their history as The Miz to Raj. Yeah. Yeah, so that was bizarre. And when, when I saw Brian and Rowan come out, I just thought, God damn it been sucked into the Shane the McMahon mid-card, mid-card vortex yeah mid-card vortex Shane McMahon yeah. is really taking control of this mid-card vortex and they on came the out shame. and they came out without the tag belts as well which was a bit of a shame mm. well uh, maybe they're getting remade like oh, they wouldn't wear they shouldn't be wearing the leather belts that's very true yeah, yeah. and apparently um, yeah they were meant to be debuting tag belts new tag belt designs at Wrestlemania or after Wrestlemania that's what belt uh Belts by Dan was mm. saying, but apparently they still haven't debuted them. Anyway, they surround the ring and then start beating up the baby faces. Usos run down, clear house, and doesn't set up a four-on-four match. Instead, Shane, because Shane says that Miz isn't a wild card, sets up it's a four-on-three with uh, Roman and the Usos versus Shane, Elias, Brian, and Rowan. So Miz wasn't allowed to be a wild card, so Shane overruled Roman's wild card transition. But the Usos... <laughs> Who were also Reigns' wild card picks All because the- he they said last week that the big dog said it's his yard and we're welcome round any time. That's very true, yeah. But Shane was okay with the Usos. I get well, he's not feuding with the Usos. He's mm. feuding with Roman and Miz. Yeah. Who 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 would back up for Roman? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, yeah, when you break it down. Eventually, it sort of does make sense in its own little microcosm. For me, though, this was just, it was a total control C, control V of just yeah. Roman and Miz cut promos, Shane books a tag match involving them and Elias. Yeah, it's, it's, to, and, and that's the problem with the wild card. These, 
the stars are going to feel overexposed. WWE don't have enough ideas to pad out two two episodes of TV a week for the same feuds. They don't have enough for one episode a week, Yeah, let alone doubling up like this. Which is incredible as well, because again, going back to that PW Torch report, the writer in question who was kind of a friend of a writer who was filling yeah. in for this, and PW Torch do have actually a very, they were the ones who reported that Dean Ambrose was leaving, because you know, if you want to challenge their validity. And Sean Ross Sapp has since oh, like, sh- said all of these things I've heard as well. Yeah. So, And one of the things they said was that 100 ideas get pitched at like every single creative meeting and 99% of them never come out mm. because Vince doesn't because Vince doesn't hear him or Vince doesn't listen. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, what we've got next was fun, which is a fatal four-way between Randy Orton, Ali, Finn Balor and Andrade, although Randy did cut a promo that I would say was sleepier than Will Smith's performance of Prince Ali in Aladdin. He was leaning on the ladder. He couldn't have cared less. Like, yeah, I might just I will win money in the bank and then the WWE champion will fear the three most dangerous letters are KO. No, didn't even say O. He got too bored and he <laughs> dropped the mic and everyone else said O for him. It was such yeah. a boring, sleepy He's just promo. There like, when can I RKO someone? <laughs> I'm bored. I am so, why am I in this ladder match? Yeah. I don't want to take I ladder bumps. I don't like the ladder. I don't like doing that. I remember when Randy Orton was in his first ever Money in the Bank match. It was one of the funniest things I've ever <laughs> seen. Of You've never seen a man want to take less bumps in his entire life. Yeah. He was like, I'm just staying far away from any of this. Don't blame him. They look, <laughs> they look so sharp. Of all the things to fall on, a ladder would be the bottom of my pick of yeah. WWE objects. Anyway, yeah, so it was a sleepy promo. Vega came out saying she doesn't care about spoilers for Game of Thrones and Endgame. Here's a spoiler for you. Andrade is going to win uh, Money in the Bank. So it's Paul Heyman's shtick. The, uh, from that same uh, PW Torch <coughs> phone-in bit, uh, one of the things was apparently Andrade confronted Vince McMahon and said, you know, I, I, want, I want to push. And Vince said, learn English then. So Andrade's been learning English and... You know, he's, the last couple of weeks he's been cutting promos in English. Also, he has a manager to do this for him. Surely yeah. that's the point of putting Vega with him. Yeah. I don't get that logic. No. Uh, anyway, uh, this was uh, an ad break, but the when they came back, it was just fast and furious action. Um, Andrade went out and grabbed a ladder, and he used it on Balor and Randy, but like Ali super kicked it him into him. It's a good like fake out RKO spot with Ali and Randy. But there was another bit here, Andrade's outside with the ladder now. And Ali goes to dive on him, but he was only ever going to just crossbody the ladder. Yeah, like, even before Ali left his feet, it was quite obvious <laughs> he was only ever going to hit the move on the ladder. Oh, yeah. I thought that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, Balor does a dive. Ali, I like this spot where Ali misses a 450 and like he rolls through from that yeah. into an RKO. That was a really cool spot. That's very um, good. And then Andrade won with a hammerlock DDT. So really, everyone has got like one winner piece going in, which yeah. doesn't make anyone feel special or worse. Yeah, it, it was a fun match though. And it made me want to, I guess it wasn't really to put over who's got the momentum going in. It was... This is going to be a crazy match. Here are loads of moves. Yeah. And it got, it communicated that to me. Again, as I said, it was this match that kind of raised my rating yeah. off this show. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. And I really like the post-match angle. Yeah. Which was Andrade starts to climb the ladder in the ring to do the visual, visual sell. Here I am with the beefcase. Is this symbolic? Yeah. And Ricochet runs down Wild as 
second Third. official. Oh, yes, because the Miz Uso's wasn't official. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricochet runs down. Leapfrogs, or springboards, sorry, off the top rope onto the ladder. Just seamlessly. Yeah. Like, there's no shaking or anything. No. It's beautiful. And he knocks Andrade off, and he poses with the beefcase. So, yeah, that was cool. Cool. It was the coolest thing that Ricochet's done since being a solo act. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Carmella cut a cell phone promo saying that she's already won Money in the Bank twice, mm-hmm. and so she's going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the Kofi and Xavier <laughs> Wood stuff, and then I'll, let, I'll pass this across to you for this, uh, this Charlotte promo. Charlotte. <laughs> Comes down to the ring, entrance and everything, gets the mic and introduces a video package. I've got I've got problems with that anyway, because that kayfabe means it should be a video package Pro Charlotte. edited to make Charlotte look good and Becky to look stupid. But it wasn't. It was a very, very good, objective video package where they kind of similar to how they did with Seth and AJ the previous night, where they had like all the stuff in NXT and how they've grown since then and ending in WrestleMania 35. And, you know, I, I thought it was a good, effective promo. Sure, they, you know, skipped over a lot of important details and bad booking, but hey, that you, I, you don't need that in a promo. What do you mean Becky apologised? Yeah. And, uh, and then we never cut back to the ring. We never see what happened to Charlotte. No. So she only came out to introduce the video package. I, I already uh, am annoyed by the fact she introduced the video package. Then they didn't even pay off on why she was down there. In When I was reading back my notes, when I was writing my review, because I write my review on the tube right in, I thought I'd imagined it and I'd written my notes wrong. <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah, that's Charlotte... They didn't lead to anything. I must have. I must have made that up. And then I went in. I looked on WWE.com and I was like, "No, there's no pictures of this or anything." I must have just imagined this. So I went back and rewatched the channel. I was like, "No, no, this did happen, and it did lead to nothing." But I, but I looked past it because I thought the video package was excellent and actually was, I think, the most effective build they've done for this Becky Charlotte match at Money in the Bank, which I was very down on because mm. I felt it was a bit. We've seen it before. We've been. We've had this match now almost every month since the summer of last year. And I'm quite ready for Becky to face someone new. Um, But I thought this video package was excellent. I love the sit down interview portion of it. It gave it a real big fight feel. Charlotte was like incredibly stilted in it, but not as stilted as she was on (laughs) Monday when she was so bored. She just wanted to be anywhere else. She sounded like she may as well not been there. And she did the same thing here as well. But I thought this was very, very nice. And I thought it was really, really cool. And I particularly like that they've now framed the SummerSlam heel turn as the SummerSlam babyface turn. It's very, very impressive. And WWE, credit to them, are the masters of rewriting their own history. It's seamless how good they are. Yeah. But then came a bit that I was really irritated by. Well, not irritated by it. I thought this was classic WWE because they've clearly written something and then not gone back and reread it, <laughs> but have kept it in the format regardless. Because you have this promo package of Becky versus Charlotte. Then the commentators say, at Money in the Bank, it's going to be Becky versus Charlotte. And But not only that, Becky is also facing Lacey Evans. Then we cut to Lacey Evans saying, no one's talking about my match. And I was like, the commentators literally just talked about your match. Mm. It's just, it's classic WWE of we didn't think this through when we wrote it down. Yeah, or just generic motivation for promo. Yeah. That'll do. That'll Let's do. not double check it. I think they should have 
had Charlotte introduced that video package, cut back to the ring and it's Lacey Evans. <laughs> Would you have noticed? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lacey says she's going to beat Becky at Money in the Bank. It was a promo. It was a promo. Uh, then we got, speaking of a promo, we got an Alistair Black promo. I haven't noticed the lights on the background before. I think they're getting brighter. Well, they start off bright in a sort of crisscross spotlight way. And as the promo draws to its conclusion where he says fade to black, they do fade to black. So, I mean, I don't know what it says that the the main thing I'm getting from these promos is how the walls are lighted behind him. I'm a bit bored of them, to oh, be yeah. honest. Totally. Yeah. Very bored. He's doing well, but there's nothing there. There's, there's no reason to get invested. Bray Wyatt syndrome. Yeah. Bray Wyatt always cut great promos, but the promos meant nothing. Uh, then we got the three, well, four on three handicap match with Shane, Rowan, Brian and Elias taking on... The family. Yeah, the Roman bloodline, and the Usos. I believe they were called. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this when they were all in there, I thought, this feels like a big time match. This feels like, you know, because just having Shane McMahon in there, and he isn't usually wrestling on TV, it felt big time for me. And there were so many people there. Brian, too, I would argue, because mm-hmm. he feels fresh and back. And I just, I found myself thinking, this feels like the main event. But yeah. then I wouldn't want to usurp the WWE title picture as having the main event slot. You say that, but I with the opening video, the opening video package, the opening promo segment, and this match, which went on like it went through two ad breaks, this got this got the most time dedicated to it was the Roman versus Elias match, which I genuinely forgot was happening this Sunday. Huh. And Shane versus Miz. That got the most TV time. But I would argue it's also the most boring stuff on this week's show. Uh-huh. The opening promo segment was boring. Yes. And this match was so dull. So, it, I mean, it's every it's every sort of tag match of this ilk that you've ever mm. seen, which is just one person gets worked over for a long, long time. They get a hot tag. That person gets worked over for a long, long time. Then we build to a hot tag. Everyone does big moves. One team wins. And it's like yeah. the final few mo- final few moments are fun. But that doesn't stop the fact that everything... Bright- the crowd were dead. Crowd uh, Watching Ro- Rowan do that little head squeeze thing on Roman Reigns, I was like, come on. It's 2019. It's proper out the 80s, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is proper out of the 80s, which, let's not forget, was 30 years mm. ago. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, the, the, as you said, the, the last sequence is always really fun. A lot but of fun. It's, it's not worth it <laughs> when you've had... That surely there's a middle ground. I'm not saying have Young Buck style just moves, moves, moves all the time from the get-go. But have have a better balance. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, Miz ran down in the end to beat people up with a chair. Sorry, sorry after Shane won with a coast-to-coast. He did, yeah. Uh, was that the only thing he did in the match? No, he did get he did some working over oh, okay. Roman and Jey Uso as well. Um, and then um, Miz beats the heels up, the baby faces stand tall. And... I did, although, again, brand split LOL, I thought this end part was a very effective way to build multiple feuds this Sunday. Yeah, because the Usos are going to be facing Brian and Rowan for the SmackDown tag titles. Yeah, and you had two others with Elias Roman and Shane Miz. So that was very effective. uh, Yeah, yeah, I mean, it didn't make me want to see any of the matches, but (laughs) you're right that it was at least building towards them. Uh, then we got the Firefly Funhouse from Raw. You weren't here yesterday, so do you want? I mean, you've done. You did your Raw review, but do you want to share any thoughts? It's amazing. It? It's awesome, isn't it? It's amazing. Uh, I, and I'm, they, they timed it perfectly as well, 
So that was four episodes, I believe, of Firefly Funhouse. I know the four... It's interesting to go back and look at the initial Bird Raptor stuff, which I believe went on for about three weeks. Uh, yeah, because they did like they did one week with Bird Raptor, and then one week with Abby, yeah, and then one week with the Doll's House, I think, or it might be like it's around that sort of order. Yeah, but the the just the Bird Raptor stuff without Firefly Funhouse. Yes, looking back on that, I think you could just skip that part. I don't think it was good, and it made us all laugh at it. Whereas <laughs> if you just debut Firefly Funhouse right out the gate. I think that would have been a better use of it. But I think creatively, it's a massive success. I know some people don't like it, but I hope you can see why people would, uh, especially now you've got this awesome... I, I, I don't want him to wrestle in it. I don't think he will wrestle in it. I think it's just it's an entrance, entrance attire. But I, th- I thought it looked great. I thought this, just the clothes he was wearing, I'm really interested to see how this character manifests in the ring. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it was great. I think the execution, the visual reveal, spectacular stuff. Uh, I'm annoyed with Corey Graves, though, because he said a new episode of Firefly Funhouse. Oh, yeah. It's a new edition of Firefly Funhouse. And it's not. It's the, it's the same one. This uh, happens all the time on SmackDown. They yeah. keep saying it's a new episode, and then it's not. I guess to argue his case, it's new to SmackDown. If you If you treat them as... I only watch SmackDown or I only watch Raw, which doesn't happen. They you believe watch, it does. Yeah, you watch SmackDown, you watch Raw. <laughs> it's that's that's the. Oh no, it's got like a seventy-five percent. Seventy-five percent of the Raw audience watches SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. So if you watch SmackDown, you watch um, Raw. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You don't necessarily watch, watch Raw and watch SmackDown. You're absolutely right. Do apologize. Uh, so the there was that, and also for yesterday's episode, when it cut back to the announcers, and they were just like, well. Here's a recap of that contract signing. <laughs> I just thought, come on, like this is this is knocking it out of the park. This is the one really great thing in this company at the moment. You just need to think about how you're going to follow that up and transition from Bray's universe into a wrestling show. Yeah, no, what that, you, need, you need is Michael Cole going. I'm so sorry for what you're about to see. Yeah, it's, it's, huh. it's not our decision. We don't want to put it on TV. And I know cynical Ollie, but I'm just concerned that those transitions haven't been thought out, why the hell would Bray becoming on Raw or SmackDown be? Where do you think he goes? Well, he can go anywhere, wildcard. Where do you think he'll be signed officially to? Raw. You reckon? I, I, I feel Raw as well. Yeah. Uh, then we got <coughs> a tag team match between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose against Kyrie Sane and Asuka, who got a new name debuted by Paige. They are... The Kabuki Warriors. This is worse than Viking experience. No. This is way, way worse. We, we've got a we've got a debate going here this between is Luke and Andy. Way, way worse than Viking experience. At least they're Vikings. You look at them and you're like, they're Vikings. The Viking experience. Asuka does dance and she wears a Kabuki esque mask to the ring, but a. Kabuki is not her character trait. She is not a Kabuki dancer. That is not her gimmick. And Kairi Sane's a bloody pirate. And they're managed by Paige. They are not Kabuki dancers. So why the hell are they called the Kabuki Warriors other than they're Japanese? This doesn't seem well thought out whatsoever. It just feels like it's a Japanese word we know. Put it next to warrior. And that's their tag team name. Like, someone said on Twitter, you may as well just bring them out to the Orient Express music at this point. 
uh, or, or call them Kai and Tai at this point because it's it's really really bad. This is so horrifically lame. I hate it. Are you having a little giggle? Sorry, yeah, I've just found can... the Urban Dictionary definition. <laughs> what is the Urban Dictionary definition? Well, obviously, you've, you've got Kabuki as Kabuki Theatre. Yes. Which is the, sort of the traditional Japanese theatre with the with the masks. Oh, I love this radio or, silence. Or, uh, just that, can, can, you, can, can you argue your point? I'm just going to read this to make sure it's okay to read out. Why do you think, you put the camera on you as well, why do you think that Viking Raiders is worse than this? Well, the Viking Experience. Or the Viking Experience, sorry. Because they changed it for, from, from something that was perfectly fine. The fact that they've just given them, like, it's, it's more the fact that they changed it from something that didn't need changing. Like, the War Raiders, as they became, was so much worse than War Machine, but we kind of accepted it. Then to change it to the Viking experience just felt like such an insult to the fans. Like, oh, you don't watch NXT anyway, so why do you give up monkeys? Well, I appreciate that. It is a worse name. The Kabuki Warriors is a legit is is objectively a worse name than the Viking Experience, They're, and I'm not saying the Viking Experience is a good name. That is a terrible. It's the worst tag team name they've ha- ever come up with up until this point, where they've managed to come up with something worse. Would you prefer Kabuki Experience? I'd rather Kyrie Sane and Asuka. Like that's fine. They keep calling them bloody Fire and Desire, or they keep calling themselves Fire Desire, but still get introduced as Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Assy Sane. Like they don't need a name. Mm. And it's Team Page. Like it's someone a team page like that that would be worse. Page Turner, <laughs> turn another different pages. Someone on the say, same page. I was like, it sounded like we're playing catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> <Bean>. <laughs> page Turner, <laughs> you're right. That's right, but it's not what we're looking for. <laughs> it's, <laughs> close, <laughs> it's close, but it's not right. Um, yeah, it's someone else said that like Kyrie Sane has gone from one of the coolest names in the Sky Pirates, <laughs> which sounds like a Dreamcast game, with Skies of Arcadia to the worst name possible, which is Kabuki Warriors. What annoy- As I said, what annoys me is that this act, you don't look at this act and you go like, ah, Kabuki, that's what this is. Mm. It's got nothing to do with them other than the fact of their race. I look at two very- Two of their race, two thirds of their race. I look at very few things apart from Kabuki theater <laughs> and think, and think that's Kabuki. Kabuki. Like even when we've been looking at Asuka for like the four years she's been in WWE, no, at no point has anyone said, ah, her gimmick is she's a Kabuki dancer. Um, so Urban Dictionary's third definition. This better be working. So the, the the top two are Kabuki theatre. Yeah. Uh, the third definition: to have Kabuki with someone is a bond that two people share. They watch out for each other. They have each other's back. Really? So maybe that's what they're going they're, for. They've got each other's backs, and they're yeah. warriors. Ah. Just someone backstage thought it sounded, sounded Japanese when an urban mm. dictionary and went, uh, that, <laughs> that one. one. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is by right. no means the... Uh, it's got 40 thumbs up and 60 thumbs down, so I don't <laughs> think this is a definite... However, however, yes. let's have uh, an example of, of this. Oh, please do. To obtain kabuki, this is from the thing... Under the third full moon of the year, the two individuals that wish to obtain kabuki must touch penis heads <laughs> for three <laughs> for three full seconds. Now I hope this is what it's all about. It would, add, it, would I mean, it would certainly get the fanfic going, wouldn't it? Crikey! I okay. So, but for me, I don't care. I, I really don't care. I think that the whole page Asker Kyrie same thing. Is just so ridiculous and transparently not not like racist, but just 
We it's don't know ignorant. what to do. we don't know what to do with them. We'll just put them together. Yeah, it just it just belies a sort of unconscious, but like back of your mind, ignorance of the world. Yeah. and I don't like that. So I, I'm down on it already. The Kabuki Warriors. At least I like the word warriors. <laughs> I don't really care about Kabuki or whatever. Uh, but the, I, for me, Viking experience just annoys me. More. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, okay. That's fair uh, enough. Thank you. Yeah. I would say as well that um, when this match was happening, I just felt so sorry for Asuka. And I think part of this comes from the fact that I was such <coughs> an Asuka mark in NXT. Yeah. To see her fall. like, and, and all she has done since her coming up from the main roster is fall and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall. Until she had an amazing performance at TLC. Then they didn't care. So she just fell further and further and further. And now she is just like, this is, this is the bottom right now. Like, she must be there going like, this is it. This is what the bottom feels like. This mm. is, I am so low card in this that I've been thrown into this random tag team with someone who's got nothing to do with either of us. And we've got this terrible, terrible name. The, like, her NXT days feel like a million years ago. And it makes me a bit sad. Yeah. Viking experience, I was like, it's terrible, but we'll eventually get it. We'll, you know, we'll just learn to accept it. And then they changed it a week later. But, and it turns out Kabuki Warriors is a game on the Xbox, so we may get it changed next week anyway. Four stars. Yeah, on IGN. So we may lose. We may get it changed next week. I think it's a terrible, terrible name. Yeah. Um, so this this match with Rose and oh, the yeah, Bill, but the the Iconics wrong commentary, big plus. They were fantastic. Excellent. So funny. Um, but yeah, Rose and the Bill. Yeah, it was it was it was a so it was a match that was fine. I quite like Sonya and Sane when they're in the ring together very briefly. But the finish was Mandy wants the wants the tag because she feels like she can get the, the win here. Because she's so- been told by Sonia that she's the star of the team. Yeah, so Sonia tags her in. She goes Mandy goes to pin Asuka. Asuka sort of backslides her. One, two, three. So just Just have Asuka and Sane win convincingly. Also, Mandy Rose is in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Like, yeah. why isn't why aren't we building towards her being in that match? I just thought this this made me no one came off good no. out of this. There's a, an amazing picture, an amazing screen grab that someone has got the second that Paige makes the team, team announcement where Carrie Sane hangs her head and being like, oh, yeah. this, is what this is what it's come to. Kyrie Sane already feels like nothing special on this main roster. She's been ricocheted. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a oh, real... It's a verb. <laughs> and it's a real, real shame. I mean, the match was absolutely nothing. Yeah. I, f- I forgot it was set up last week. However, can we talk about my favourite bit of the show what now? What's your favourite thing? Lars <laughs> Sullivan's interview where we're just not gonna, you know, let's, we, we, we need to have him on the show. We need to have him on the show because there's been this huge controversy uh, but we, where past comments of his have, have been brought up again about terrible things he said in the past. Uh, we can't not have him on the show because that makes it feel like we're getting rid of him and we've dropped all the plans. But we can't put him too much on the show like we usually do because that will be that will send the wrong message. So what are we going to do? And it's just this segment where they probably thought, well, we could have Kayla Braxton try to interview him, get scared, go away, and Lars can just stare. And that's what they did. I'm going to put over Kayla Braxton here, though. I thought Kayla was very good in this segment. She's a better actor than Charlotte is. Yeah, She's yeah. a better actor than most of the main roster women. 
Braxton's up there with Mean Caruso. Braxton's great. Yeah, she's Big, done well. I, I know. I've, I've turned a corner on Braxton. I think she's awesome. Uh, I, I like. She's so she's looking up, and she's so tiny compared to Lars. Uh, I, re- I really thought it got over the breadth yeah. of Lars's chest. Is he getting hairier as well? I believe so. He looks like he's getting hairier. Uh, and and she just starts to ask him a question. I just want to ask you a question. And then she starts to trail off. And the only other word she can get out is on the destruction. <laughs> And then she has to go. I thought, what crappy WWE question was that? On the destruction of the roster since you've come here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. And then they played the Lars video package, which was was pretty cool. Do you know what's been on the uh, SmackDown (coughs) house show loop while they're in the UK? No. Walter versus R-Truth with the United Kingdom Championship. (laughs) Would have much rather that been on SmackDown, to be honest. I'd have loved that to have been on the show. Yeah. Yeah, here's a Walter wild card. Walter from NXT UK. Deal with that. Yeah, I'm gonna sit on you. And I don't, you know, it may then put over the UK brands and maybe make people want to buy the network so they can watch the show. Don't be ridiculous. So yeah, and then we got the the main event of the Kevin Owens Kofi Kingston segment. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's I, I, overall I would give it a a low smack bang in the middle. I gave it a smack bang in the middle and I bumped it up to a low smack-tastic because mm. I really like that main event segment. And I really, really like that main event segment. Um, and the men's four-way I thought was a lot of fun. And I loved that Charlotte Becky. Ignoring the Charlotte bit, I loved the video package itself. Dig, dig, so some su- 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 super chats, Randy. Yes, people have been cough- uh, cough- counting how many times you've coughed, Ollie. Oh, uh, you're I'm up sorry, to 43. Guys. Really? Um, really? That's what, that seems uh, like a miscount. That's what Tomo says, and but the Happenable says 30, 34, so there is a... I'm sorry, folks. Maybe they're counting like each individual cough, because you, you're a multiple cougher in As one opposed go. to a splatter. Yeah. Um, and someone's pointed out that Kabuki is a male-only art these days, uh, and it was only women who did it about 400 years ago as a front for prostitution. There you go. The more you know. Well, there you go. More fanfic material mm. for the people who like to write fanfic so, about WWE wrestlers having sex with each super other. Super chat. Jeb Sonnen starts us off with No man is ever truly good. No man is ever truly evil. Do the things you never could, and we won't ever be equal. We'll just cut promos in spooky scenarios. So you know what it was. He asked, like, a prize. He said a prize for anyone who knows what that is, but I'm assuming you know. It's Alistair Black's theme. It is, yeah. Uh, Manga Girl says, what match are you looking forward to seeing at Money in the Bank? Also, Luke, in regards to your question yesterday, favourite mango is Mango Chutney. (laughs) Oh, that's a good shout. Great shout. Absolutely, Probably is the best form of mango. Yeah. I didn't even think of Mango Chutney, but it is the best form. Hey, I have mango. That is final form. I have mango on a meringue. Over the weekend, actually. Now I've I'm said that out loud. Yeah, um, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was delicious. Sounds great. Yeah, it was homemade. So yeah, oh, uh, match you're looking for more for to most at Money in the Bank. AJ Rollins, I think. I think it'll be very good. Um, yeah, I think that's the match I'm most looking forward to. I always like the Money in the Bank matches. They're always good matches, and they it's really exciting to see who gets the beefcase. Uh, the men's one. <laughs> I'm not looking <laughs> forward to the women's, the women's one. one. No. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not can really you, a fan of any of the people in it. Can you name all eight people in it? Yes, Bailey, Ember Moon, Alexa Bliss, Dana Brooke, Natalia, uh, <laughs> Naomi. Yep, there we go. Carmella. Yeah. Oh, oh no, you see, so close. Don't tell me. Just have I got? I, I should have kept you track look, on brands. I don't know why you didn't do it brand wise. Okay, so Raw, Alexa Bliss, Dana Brooke, Natalia, Naomi, SmackDown. 
Mandy Rose. There it is. Yes. Yes. Get in there. Uh, That's my job. Brady <laughs> Terry says, been watching you guys for, for years, almost daily, ever since I made the jump from Name Redacted. Thank you for keeping me updated on the world of wrestling, especially when I can't watch because of college. Thank you very much for supporting us. We Thanks very much appreciate watching. it. Uh, Smear7Y says, uh, who do you think Bray Wyatt will be feuding with? Well, we had this a lot yeah, yesterday. Um, so... Yeah, it depends on which brand he goes to, I guess. But whenever Brandy goes to, I'd like to see him go into a title feud off the bat. I don't want to see him just have squash matches for like four weeks because that will get tiresome very quickly. Mm. If Ray wins the US title, I'd, I'd like to see him in a US title mix from the get-go. I mean, ideally, go straight for Rollins. That's what I'd want. Mm. Skip the Corbin stuff. Christ alive. No, Corbin, mate. He's the heat magnet. Rollins versus Corbin. That's our feud going into the summer. Well, the people he's been tweeting are Samoa Joe and The Shield, so make of that what you will. Uh, GoSoup12, I'm studying abroad next year. You guys interested in an intern? I'm from New York, and I'll bring gifts in from Luke's favorite places. PPS, Andy is number one. Well, I mean, you failed the interview process by saying that that's his number one, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry about that. However, New York is the best place. You can definitely bring us gifts, unfortunately. <laughs> we, we don't have space for an intern. No. Um Angel or Angel Perez says uh, Ricochet will get a push all right down the mid-card vortex, which is a shame he was flipping his butt off in that Corbin match. Sadly, he had the best Baron Corbin match he's ever had of his life. Uh, Tomo is supporting my merch um, as he does. Uh, Tyrone Keith Peltzer says AW on TNT. When do we get Shaq and Charles Barkley on guest commentary? Guessing the basketball thing, right? Yeah, yeah. is that a basketball thing? Shaquille O'Neal. Charles Barkley, who was in Space Jam. And mm-hmm. Niles Barkley. No, that's a different Niles person, Barkley's a yeah. singer. Yeah, a singer, yeah. yeah, sorry. You drive me crazy! Benny Sato says, he's learning his English from Charlotte. Wink. Oh, that's Almas, I suppose. Oh, I see. Oh. Yes. Oh. Wink. Uh, Gorilla <laughs> Glue Expert says nothing but a little donation. So thank, thank you, you very much. Good brand. Um, I bet you, w- this is from Sean Turner, I bet you one of those 99 ideas is female Bailey Sting. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vince's fault. Also, Bailey isn't my favorite, but I would go crazy if she went 180. Yeah. There you go, Ollie. Uh, I mean, she's going to go 360. She's going nowhere. Miles35 says, hey, Ollie and Luke. Not me. Uh, I attended SmackDown last night, was a bit disappointed with Charlotte's segment as she came down, introduced the video, and walked off. It must have been so funny to watch it live. Because I, I want to know when she left. Like, did she watch the video or did she leave? Like, no, as apparently it started? she literally said, Here's the video, and walked off. Amazing. Um, Miles35 said, We also had to sit through an hour of 205 before we got the tag team main event. That is how a lot of people see 205 Live. We had to sit through it so we could see the dark match that no one else gets to see. What was the had dark to, match? Had to watch for the 205 Live. I have no idea. Um, sorry, it's weird. Scroll down weirdly. Uh, Benny Sato says, Andy Datsun push. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Glue Expert says, My mum had a stroke. Please wish her well. Oh, we do wish her well. Absolutely. Wish you well, absolutely. Mrs. Gorilla Glue. Best of luck to Gorilla Glue. Um, Sean Zed says, Elderly care on a pole match. Undertaker versus Goldberg. Yeah, yeah we haven't talked about this yet, have no. we? Oldberg versus... Uh, sorry, Goldberg versus... Und- I was actually unintentional. Goldberg versus <laughs> Undertaker at um, Super Showdown without the hyphen. Uh, what are your thoughts? It is what it is. 
Yeah. It's it really when you looked at the people they announced, I was like, we should have seen that match coming. The that that news came out this week. I don't think any of our news videos have been titled that. No. No, because, I've, I've talked about it in the news, but very briefly. Because I don't care. <laughs> like I care about AEW now. I don't care about Undertaker coming back. I don't care about Goldberg or Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. The wrestling business has moved on. You're welcome to it, Saudi Arabia. It was a dream match 20 years ago. Mm. You see, they leaked the, uh, leaked possibly some pictures of the card. Yeah, but wasn't that WrestleMania that leaked it? Uh, I think originally, um, so we've just put a very big caveat for it saying this might be This true. came from WrestleMania. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Valab uh, Mabidipudi says uh, it was apparently Kyrie and Asuka's idea. Actually, Kabuki girls, according to Paige. Oh, is that what a Paige did, like a backstage interview saying that? Uh, well, I, w- I would put very little stock into that. Mm. Very little stock. Uh, Ollie is checking. Uh, Jobber JJ496 says, AEW's new league system. What does that mean? Sounds complicated. Just wanting a wrestling show to treat me like an adult. Well, it might do. But we, <laughs> don't, we, don't, we don't know uh, as of yet. It's just it's very exciting. It's just an interesting word to use. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, it, I think it will be structured... That It gives the impression it will be structured around a league-based format. A bit like the G1. Yeah. Well, especially with the amount of... Well, that's kind of brackets going into... Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a league there. Be interesting, like you said, how that plays out over the course of a year or whether it's broken into seasons. But the rest of that press release focuses so much on statistics and wins and losses meaning stuff. So you've got to imagine even... the I, I doubt there'll be any matches... <coughs> that are just like, here's a match. Here's an exhibition match. Yeah, but well, there might here's, be exhibition matches. But that I think that will oh, be yeah, a yeah. I think that will be a big deal though. Yeah, I yeah. think when you get an exhibition match or a blood feud match, yeah. something that happens outside a league or outside a title thing, those will be that. I mean, that's how I would do it. Mm-hmm. So, and I assume they're better than me. So <laughs> yeah. they'll do that, but better. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, Tomo says, if you do Tomo? NXT TakeOver 25 live stream, Datsun in front of the camera, do it. Yeah, we might not be doing that. This is something <laughs> Datsun has been pushing as well. I'm so not. I feel like Datsun has... <sighs> yeah. He was in the uh, 2K19 live stream yesterday pushing the agenda as well. Um, yeah, we might not... Unfortunately, Laurie, Pete and myself are away because we're at UK Games Expo on that weekend because WWE announced it after we'd already booked our time to go there. Um, so it's just Ollie on his own. And, and Housemate Simon. Housemate Simon said he might do it, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Daniel O'Farrell <coughs> says, Alistair Black <coughs> versus Bray. Thoughts? Love you guys. Yeah, at least he gives Alistair Black something to do. Yeah, yeah but I, 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 w- I want Black to win and I want Wyatt to win. So I wouldn't program against each former other at the start. Oh, yeah, former tag team. That's no. the way forward, mate. <laughs> <coughs> the Mask Warriors. Mm. Uh, Sawyer says, and he's right, everybody says Viking experience is so bad, but so are all these old examples from the past, so get over it. But that's not the point. It's the unnecessary change from War Raiders that made it extra terrible. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's the point. Cool, though, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Uh, I I think you're right. I I don't disagree. Uh, Tomo says, who would want the Iconics to have their own commentary table like the New Day did? Yeah, but you don't get to hear it. So you may as well just have them on commentary where Mm, they could just pick on Byron Saxton. Um, Hear it. We'll see it. We'll hear it. Oh, okay. Um, is Sami Zayn being pushed? Thoughts on the Lars fine from Adam Pearson? 
So uh, Sammy is Sammy being pushed? Well, apparently, according to this report from PW Torch, it's not Sammy Zayn isn't writing those promos. Vince McMahon is writing those promos. It's just Vince's frustrations with the people who watches his product channeled through Sami Zayn. Which makes a lot of sense, really. I can totally see Vince writing these promos for Sammy, Sammy going out there, performing them excellently, and then Vince going, this guy's amazing! <laughs> he's saying all the stuff I think! And that's why he's... Because so, he is getting a push now, I, I feel. He's in the Money in the Bank match. He's he's in the mix with Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Like, Yeah, and I hope he does get a push, because he's excellent. Yeah. In terms of the... What was the... Sorry, oh, the, the fine. fine. Yeah, I mean... It's a lot of money. Good public thing to do. Because apparently Snickers were... I think Snickers were probably the deciding factor on that one because mm, Snickers, the they released a comment to say that they were also very unhappy with the comments. So I think that probably forced WWE's hand against them yeah. to, to issue the fine. Whether that fine is real or not, I'd be... I'd be really interested to see kind of like how like you know when randy used to get in trouble quote unquote for his yeah. uh, his drug usage because Meltzer was saying on today's wrestling observer radio that 100 grand would be more money than he earned like lars earned last year yeah and it's i mean like that's that's a lot of money in proportion to what sullivan reportedly earns uh and it's just it's just i know like i agree awful things to say they were said a long time ago before he was employed with the company. Yeah, I think he was employed by that point. Really? I believe so, yeah. 2013? I think, I think there was a, he had some comments, because one of the comments he has on the board is that I've already been signed. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I also think that it's, it's done, and it has to be a large number, because it, it, it had to be a number that was big enough, but not too big to seem ludicrous. It's a very smart PR thing that million. WWE have done. Very, very smart move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joshua Thompson says, just a little fancy booking. Bray shows up to cost Randy Orton in the Money in the Bank. Small program. Squashes Randy. Wouldn't hurt him. Thoughts? Bray versus Randy again. No, I'm not into that. No. no. I almost said Finn Balor for the IC title, but now I don't want that either. Because <laughs> of the last, you know... It's still got the stink of the, the few they had before. The yeah. mm. uh, Jaden Rodriguez says, Good day. By the way, a super showdown type show isn't happening in Australia this year. Only three smaller house shows. Thoughts on that? They haven't got a deal with the country this year. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone bought that show. Yeah. Uh, a promoter in Australia. Oh. Uh, um, Zach Lindner says, uh, Amazing idea. Brave versus the mid card of evil. You know what? That's not a bad shout. Like a, a badass tweener, Bray Wyatt, just coming in and murdering Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley. Not Drew. Drew should probably step away from but that. But Shane, Elias. Yeah. Bray yeah. versus Shane. The B team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, and oh, then you're trying, to, you're trying to elevate the B team there into the <laughs> mid-card status. They're, they're, they're the undercard vortex, yeah. Yeah, wildcard, mate. So he's oh, Elias. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Victor Vega... Just says he's still sad about Becky. Um, Carl Stefan, Andy Datsun's number three fan. Okay, uh, says prediction. Alexa Bliss loses her luggage, night of money in the bank, cross steps in as a replacement. I think Alexa, I think Laurie had this prediction yesterday, which I really like, is that Nikki Cross is going to win the match. She's, th she's going to mm. think she's in the match, take the briefcase and, and run. Either that or she's going to help Alexa win. Yeah, I think it's all rubbish. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel, again, like... These, whether they're from Alexa herself or whoever's writing Alexa's segments and booking her matches, 
thing is rubbish. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, you know, it's I've got b- shoes on. I'm getting dressed. They're all clothes-based. I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two more. Carlos Lima, no message, but a donation. So thank you thank very you much. Carlos. And Pitter Patter, let's get at her, is the last one. He says, note on WWE commentary last night, them trying to work around the wildcard rule on top of Byron versus Corey made me want to turn off the audio. Oh, yeah. The commentary yeah. during that four and three handicap match was so unlistenable. It was dr- dreadful. Really, really bad. Really, un- yeah. Didn't like it at all. Yeah. Yeah. WWE commentary is grating, to yeah, say the least. Absolutely. You like this email, Oliver Davis? Challenge. Um, this comes in I from might Josh. Hate it. Don't don't presume. Well, let's go on. You know, you'll like this. This comes in from Josh, and it's called the B Day Debate, or okay. as he's referred oh. to it as the Bidate. The Bidate. Yes. Yes. The Bidate. Hi, Andy. I just wanted to weigh in on the B Day Debate. I'm not sure if it's been pointed out to you wait, yet. Wait, 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 wait. What was that first sentence? <laughs> hi, Andy. Just yes. Just hi, Andy. Finally. Come on. <laughs> Who sent that in? This comes in from The Limit, Joshua Lynette. Oh, my God. That was a good guy. This is outrageous. I'm not sure if it's been pointed out yet, but there is more than one type of B-Day. Uh, the one I believe you guys are talking about is the one commonly found in sunny parts of Europe. You know, the one that looks like a sink for children, which actually, fun fact, I thought it was when I was a child. I thought it was just a sink for children. These Europeans. <laughs> the crazy lifestyles. They've got sinks for kids. Um, Now, I've never actually used one of these, but it seems uncomfortable. The superior alternative is the handheld bidet. Oh, yep. yep, You get these a lot in Asia, as Uh I've seen in Thailand and Malaysia, and are essentially just a small shower head attached to the side of a toilet. I have found that these are much more hygienic, cost-effective, environmentally friendly, and satisfying to use than toilet paper. Satisfyingly in the sense that some (laughs) form of moisture is necessarily when wiping one's derriere. But it also feels quite nice in a platonic way. The only downside is that you walk around with a soggy ass for a few hours, but two sheets of toilet paper could stop. Well, then you're just using in toilet paper. Just use a pressure washer. That'll get it all off in one go. <laughs> Crikey. You're not going to hairdry next to it. <laughs> well, like a little one for children. Yeah. yeah. Jo- um, Joshua has gone, like he's said too many times how this is strictly a platonic relationship <laughs> with, yeah. between him and the little shower head. How it's it's satisfying, but that honestly, but, that's where it stops. But not in a gay way. The could... lady doth protest, <laughs> Joshua. You could definitely, if you had a wet arse, you could definitely bend over in front of, a, of like a hand dryer. Yeah. And have it blow down onto your bum. Yeah, you could, you could or just, just balance on a cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Or the Dyson Airblade, you just sit on it. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, would you like some Rusev Hayes? Is that where that email ends? Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Did you not like it? <laughs> it was okay. I, just I liked it because it was the uh, the, the, the bidate. Mm, uh, bidate's good. I thought it was very good. Um, okay, let's have some Rusev Hayes. You've got a bit of a Hayes. backlog of these. Uh, Frank, I will read yours out, but they're a bit long, so I'm going to unfortunately have to skip those ones for now. We'll do this on another show. Uh, but this one comes in from Austin, who says, Hi guys, SmackDown is here in Louisville, Kentucky, and Seamus was doing an autograph signing. He was a super nice guy. We talked about comic books, and he noticed my shirt and said he's seen some of your videos before and enjoys them. Oh, well, he was wearing a Wrestle Talk shirt. He was indeed. <gasps> so, um,. Well, we've we've had multiple correspondence that Seamus is a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So well done, Seamus. Shall we say if you get three Rusev Hayes of you being a nice person in public, yeah, you, you're you're 
a stamp of approval. <laughs> you get the WrestleTalk stamp of You're approval. You're verified. Oh, I like that. Yeah, your WrestleTalk verified. Uh, I also ran into a few other people that are WrestleTalk fans that commented on my shirt. Seamus asked about some good local comic shops, and I directed to one that a buddy of mine owned. It's a comic shop and a tattoo shop. He wrote the name down and said he was going to go visit after the signing. I told my buddy that owns the shop, and he told me he is tattooing Kofi after SmackDown tonight. As always, thanks for the oh, consistent cool. work. And see if you notice me on SmackDown, I'll be fourth row car, uh, cam side alongside the engine ramp in my support wrestle t-shirt that's from Austin Tussie picture it didn't happen and there is a picture of him with Seamus oh you look great wearing his support wrestle talk t-shirt doing Dibar cricket wireless in yeah, the backdrop absolutely gotta get that in so yeah Seamus is a fan of wrestle talk well I he he was he on a, an old bit of the show before no he would have been at WWE back then well when he was Seamus O'Shaughnessy yeah, yeah of, um, I was trying to remember God, what was that uh, Irish um, Irish Whip Wrestling, IWW. Mm. Yeah, because that used to be on uh, the wrestling channel on Sky, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, we've also got this one here that comes in from uh, Magnus, uh, who says, Hi, Luke, Laurie, Pete, and Ollie. Brackets, if you're still under the weather, get well soon. I hope this email isn't too long. I went to my first WWE show when WWE came to Oslo and uh, Norway for the first time ever. It was my second live wrestling experience, so I was really looking forward to it. The first one was with Defiant when Pax had his return to Newcastle in a very good match with David Starr. Oh, was the cool. only thing uh, that I managed was 95% of that match but that's another story I guess um but, but uh, he gives us a show report of the uh, the event and then says, here's my quick recipe. Hey. My friend lives close to the arena, so we walked to get there. When we were about halfway, I suddenly saw some familiar faces. It was Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn who were waiting to get yes. picked up by a car to drive them to the arena. They had time for one picture. Literally, the next couple got a no since they had to leave. So that was fun. I'm the one next to Daniel Bryan. He stepped on my shoe. Such a heel. Pick or it didn't happen. <laughs> and there is a picture of our friend Magnus with Daniel Bryan. Uh... I'm guessing his friend and Sami Zayn. God, when he said Magnus, I thought, oh, you're making like a sort of uh, Nick Aldis and TNA joke. But no, if he's from Norway, that's likely his real name. Oh, yeah. That's a cool freaking name. Isn't it just? He's isn't actually one of our pledgehammers as well. Isn't um, the, the world chess champion, Mag- Magnus Carlsen? Yeah, he's like the, the big... The big bad boy of chess. <laughs> the bad boy Right of now. Chess. Magnus Carlsen. I always thought that was a cool name. Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Um, let's have a quick 80% fact before we get out of here. This then you from... want my sports story. Oh, sh- yes, you're absolutely right. Yes, please, your sports I, story. Did I tell you that I'm going to a big football match this Friday? What's your big football match? You're going I'm to going to the Charlton. second leg Charlton. of Charlton versus Doncaster. That is huge. It's huge. And he knows because mm. he's a football fanatic like me. Touchdown. So what, what can I... Maybe people can send these in too. What can I chant at the match to to give the impression that I'm also a football fan? Are you, are you sitting in the Charlton end? I will be, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're called the Addicts, if you didn't know that. Red Army, I've heard. Yeah. Red Army. Hey, yeah. So like a common a communism thing. Yeah, I mean, I've never actually been to see a Charlton match, so I don't really know what they chant. But you know, there's always the kind of... It'll, it'll be like the Charlton Athletic, Charlton Athletic FC are by far the greatest team. Let's go Charlton. No, that's a very American. Do you not have ones like that? No. <laughs> Charlton. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a if, new if day. If there's a corner. It just makes me think of um, in I Love You Man where he's going, here we go, galaxy, here we go. Do that one. Here we go, Charlton, here we go. Yeah, I'll try and do some wrestling chants of the football game. Yeah. Yeah. This is all fight forever, <laughs> football ever. <laughs> 
Um, right, let's have this very quick 80% fact before we get out of it. This comes in from Luke Chador, who says, As we all know, if you inhale too much industrial glue, you can get high from it. One of my friends claim, however, that you can eat this glue, industrial strength, mind you, and still feel the same effects. He claims he's tried this before, but I highly doubt it. I'm going to put in, we are not condoning this. Do not try this at home. Absolutely, 100% do not try this at home. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Luke, for that total legal copy uh, of that movie I sent you. Um, That's from Bernard. He's the one who sent us. uh, Yeah. 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 Um, do we got time for one more? No, How are we looking for time, Randy? It's, it's one minute yeah, to oh, three. Okay. In which case, seconds. we need to get out of here then. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with the NXT review, which might be with Chopper or with Ollie Davis because Laurie might not be around if he's not well. The sick bug has been passed around. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.